Unfuck the Status Flow podcast, where we are going to unfuck your mind, actually, because there is stuff in there that's got you jammed up and preventing you from achieving the goals that you're looking for. Today, we've got John. How you doing, my friend? I'm awesome, Chris. How are you? I am happier than a fat kid in a donut shop. I love it. <laughs> I know. I, I was the fat kid in the donut shop. That's my personal experience. So if that's politically incorrect, so be it. I'm totally okay with it. But... <laughs> <laughs> so what would make the first thank you for coming on i appreciate you willing to share vulnerable with me and with our audience thank you for trusting me my encouragement to you is to take full advantage of this opportunity to go in there go deep get whatever is jamming you up disentangled if we get into something that you decide holy shit i am not comfortable sharing that Let's go ahead and go down that rabbit hole anyway, because we can delete things. We can completely delete the entire podcast if we want to. So, and, and we will do that. So this is really in your service. So my invitation to you is to really go there. Okay. 100%. Love it. All right. So what would be valuable for you for this engagement? Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about this because we've had this scheduled for a couple of weeks and I, as you know, I, I coach, uh, I do similar things to you. I coach lawyers. Mm -hmm. And so I recognize the value that you bring to the table. I really want to talk about the athletic side of my life. Um, I am so freaking stuck and in my head about it that I'm not I'm not living the life I want to live. I'm not moving forward. All of the things. And it's all in my head. I know it is. Love this. I'll tell you what, the best coaches have coaches. So the the fact that you reached out, uh, first of all, I'm very honored. So thank you. Thank you for doing it. Thank you for, for choosing me. It says a lot about you as a coach. Who is who recognizes? Yeah, this is not like you know a, a neurosurgeon is not going to perform that uh, that operation on him or herself, right? So it's, yep. <laughs> the mechanic does not work on the car that he or she is driving, right? So um, so what now? I'm going to see how fast we can do this because you have such a framework for it. Um, what's your sense of what? It, what's the sport you play? Let me let me uh, calibrate a little bit here. Well, I'm I'm a recovering kind of all around sports guy. I I've done three Ironman distance triathlons. I've done uh, long distance open water swimming. I've done those types of things. And what I'm what I'm really hung up on right now is running. I'll, I'll tell you, the last eighteen months. Every single quarter, I set a goal of running pain-free, you know, running, running, uh, running a 10K pain-free by the end of the year, right? And I'll set that on January 1st. And, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll read and I'll do a little bit of stuff and I just never get there. And it's been, it's been two freaking years. My wife and I used to run together all the time. I want to run with my dogs. You know, I travel a lot. There's nothing better than being a runner to go out into places and see the world and experience culture. And I just, I don't know what is going on, but I just can't take that first step. Okay. So there's the first thing is, I mean, listen to what you just said that. I can't take that first step. 
Of course you can. You're not yet, but you can. Right, so there's already an orientation in here about some kind of, I'm going to call it inability. Mm -hmm. When you think about taking it, what, what is the first step, by the way? Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? <laughs> um, that, that's um, the thing, Chris. Um, uh, it, and if, if you notice, I said pain-free. I've had injuries, right? And okay. it's And so the first step for me is creating a um a habit of stretching and self-care even before i lace up my shoes it's creating that habit of stretching and self-care that will hopefully and i think that's another thing hopefully set me on the road to being pain-free um and and i i I don't do that, right? I'm a big believer in time blocking and all of that stuff. It's on my calendar and I'm, I I just haven't been doing it. You know, we're, we've been traveling. I've got my stretchy stuff with me. I haven't been doing it. Uh, and, okay. and it's a thing. Okay, so let's stop saying the word just because it's not that you just haven't been doing it. Like there's something here, right? I think I got a pretty good idea what might be going on. I don't want to, you know, but I'm, I could be telling stories. So um, how long have you been an athlete? Oh God, since I was a kid. Right? Okay. On and off since I was a kid. How do you feel about your overall athletics now? You know, if I were to rate it on a scale of one to 10, I would rate it as a, probably a five. And okay. to me, a, a five doesn't suck. And that's not the kind of life I want to be living. I don't want to live a that doesn't suck kind of life. Right. Even though you haven't identified what taking that first step looks like, what do you feel when you ask yourself that question? What is that first step? Or what do you feel when you consider taking that first step, even though you aren't quite sure what it is? If I'm being honest, and that's why I'm here. That's why we're here, right? <laughs> this will go a lot faster and a lot better if you do. <laughs> it's it's fear, right? It's it's right. starting and then getting hurt and and not being able. I think the the concept of realizing that physically I cannot run anymore. Right. Is, okay. is kind of what's keeping me from even trying. Right. Okay. So here's what I'm hearing. And, and tell me if I'm anywhere in, uh, near the ballpark here. I have a self-identification as an athlete. I remember kind of what I'll call the glory days or when I was younger and when I could do X, Y, Z pain-free, it was easy. I didn't have, I even have to train. I could just go do. And now I am um, comparing myself against my, my younger self, and I actually have a trust issue with my body and or abilities to live the life that I want because of what I'm perceiving are as physical hindrances. Yeah, that last part, I think, is spot on, that trust issue. I've always had to work hard. I'm not a great athlete. Okay. Um, but I, I'm comfortable with that, right? I, look, I, I never won any awards and I'm cool with that. 
Okay. I just, I, it's so important for me to be able to move my body in a meaningful way yep. that I do have trust issues. 100%. Okay. okay. Where else do you have trust issues in your life? <laughs> oh, mm. that's a great question. Mm. How you do anything is how you do most things, if not everything. If you have trust issues here, you got them elsewhere. Where are they? Let's oh, let's have this conversation. Come on, let's let's certainly relate relationships. Okay. Um, What's your relationship uh, status? Uh, I'm married. Been married for 32 years. Okay. And it's it's when when I hear when I think of trust issues in marriage, the typical trust issues I don't have. Right. Look, we're together. We love each other. We're good. We're going to be together forever, right? Right. You're, you're, we, you're not worried about the, the the boy down the street. <laughs> not worried about the boy the boy down the street at all. Right. It seems it, it does seem beneath you. <laughs> but like to be concerned about such nonsense seems just beneath you. Here's here's and this might might not be trust, but here's what's coming up for me right now. Mm -hmm. It's does does my wife trust in what i'm doing enough the coaching with lawyers to honor it mm. um the same way that i honor it right and so it, that is that is in the relationships in business mm. it's trust in self it, right it's huh am do am i am i am i any good do i really believe that do i trust that that i'm good that my that my clients get value and they all tell me that they do they all tell me that they do. Right. But we know we know the insatiable insecurity monster very well. Yeah. It yeah. is absolutely insatiable. And when we do give it a little reassurance, what happens? It it it, it may be quiet for a little bit, but it comes right back. It, it comes right back. And my, mine, mine doesn't get quiet for a minute. It just goes, oh, that's good. More, please. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, more of that. Give me the juice. Give me the goods. <laughs> right? So you get one client says, John, that was an amazing engagement. I've had this incredible, you know, my, my organization is so much better. I'm better as a lawyer. I'm better as a human. And you're like, that's nice. And <laughs> give me more. Is, is, is this person being true with me? Are they really saying, is it really what they said? I get you, man. I totally get it. I totally yeah. get it. I don't think I'm going to tell you much you don't already know. What I can, I think, what I think I can provide for you in terms of values, value is connect you with what you know because you yeah. know it up in your head, but you're not embodying this. It's not really dropped in. Um, how often do you celebrate your successes? Excuse me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, you and I are roughly of the same generation, as near as I can tell, right? So, uh, and it was not, it was more like a, a, a cookie for us was like, hey, you didn't fuck that up. You know, that's that's about as close as it got, you know? Yep, 100%. <laughs> Good job on not screwing it up, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and that's tough, right? Because honestly, we, we do need our cookies. And just from a neurobiological standpoint, the, the rewards that, that we get from, from our neurochemistry and in our psychology, like this is important stuff. What was the last win you had? The last win. 
I had a conversation with my father-in-law and was fully present. And that was just uh, like two days ago, just two days ago. Right. And it's, it's challenging. He's a challenging sort. Um, but I was fully present and, uh, he actually told my wife, she's like, you know, John and I had a really great conversation. I really like him. I'm mm. Like, hmm, ah, okay. Been married 30 something <laughs> years and your father in two years. Yeah. <laughs> right? Now he says, Hey, I like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I might like him. <laughs> I'm leaning in on him a little bit. You know, we'll see how it goes. Right. <laughs> All right. I mean, I do think there is something here around not acknowledging your own successes and and not, you know, without patting yourself on the back. And um, and it, it really is important to celebrate these things, as I'm sure you know. The what happens is that the more wins that we that we acknowledge, the more we tend to get. Right. It's building this pattern, this this consistency of success, um, which is going to have a huge impact on your trust. Yeah. And you know, the funny thing, well, it's not funny, but it kind of is because I work with my clients all the time on this, right? Mm -hmm. Tell me about your successes. Tell me about your wins. You can build that flywheel mm -hmm. and you know, it's, you know, it's uh, the physician heal thyself. You right. Know, it, it does. It does I, I want it to apply to me. I want to, I want to walk the talk. But it's just so freaking hard. What makes it hard? It's that mindset of, it's two things. It's the mindset of, well, it's not really a success. I just didn't fuck it up. <laughs> right? Okay. And it's also the, it's the ability. It's the ability to believe in myself. That's make that makes it hard. Mm -hmm. And number three is, you know, I look at I know objectively I do hard things. I know that. Mm -hmm. And I'm real I'm pretty darn successful at them. Uh -huh. But it doesn't feel hard to me. Right. And so if it doesn't feel hard to me, then it's not hard and it's not worth celebrating. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to go straight to the deeper core thing that's going on here. Um, you think this is about you. Like your work, the value you provide, all this stuff, your little ego seems to think it has anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is in this work in, in any kind of coaching work or anything that sort of, you know, falls under that umbrella, even blurs those lines. This is the work that's coming through us, not from us. Mm. And your ego construct around, you know, I'm not good enough is the same ego as I'm God's greatest gift to whatever. Right. It's the same size ego. It's on the other end of the spectrum. Mm. So you've kind of got this little egomaniac thing going on in a self-deprecating way. Um, and what I would say is that in service to your work and in service to your clients, 
you have a bigger obligation here. It is your obligation to live that message, to walk the talk, right? To live the example. If you're not living the message, then we're not very good messengers. Yeah. And so there's a bigger game that you can potentially start playing here when you recognize this ain't even about me. I need to celebrate my wins because it's in service to everyone I touch. Yeah, I saw that. That feels like cheating. Say more. How is that cheating? I don't know. I honestly don't. I honestly don't know. It just, it just feels like, well, okay. You know, I was a lawyer for 24 years. Right. We won't hold that against you. Not here. <laughs> we're we're going to let that slide for the day. <laughs> Thank you for your forgiveness, mi amigo. Um, and it was about me, right? Right. That's, and that's part of the reason, that's part of the underlying reason why I stepped away is because I didn't want, I don't want to be the guy who has the answers. I don't want that. Right. Because you didn't want to be God's greatest gift. And now the pendulum has swung too far the other direction. Yeah. Yeah. See, look, you and and you're also you're you're really pushing a big rock up a steep hill in that when it comes to anything under the umbrella of performance coaching. Lawyers, I I mean, honestly, John, I, I'll send most of them to you because it, it takes a very different type of lawyer to to do what we do the way we do it at Status Flow. Um, because the way the law is set up as an industry is diametrically opposed to peak performance, to, to like just the way that it's set up as an industry is backwards for, for that, for human optimization. Um, so... So you're already, um, you're going to need as much leverage as you can here. Yeah, and making this true. harder on yourself, right? Like making this harder on yourself is not, you know, that's not something we really want. I think we want to do. I mean, you can. Um, is there, hang on. Are you getting some kind of value add by making something harder on yourself and then accomplishing it? Does that just mean you're cooler somehow, better? I think, I don't think it makes me cooler or better. I think it, if it, again, if it's not hard, if it doesn't feel okay. hard to me, right. then there's no, there's no point in celebrating because it's not, because right. sure, I, you know, I mean, look, you know, I'm going to be 60 years old. Mm -hmm. Is tying my shoes every day a win? Sure. <laughs> right. But it's right. just, it's tying my freaking shoes. I mean, I've been doing it since I was three. Right. So, you know, someday I might get to the point where I don't, I'm unable to tie my shoes. And then I'll look back and say, that was a big deal. But being in sure. it. What's the impact of tying your shoes? Well, I don't fall down. <laughs> Well, and it's 60, that's probably a good thing, right? You know, it's and that's only going to get more important as the years roll on. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've you had a, what I'm saying here. I do. Yeah. You can absolutely celebrate the impact 
yeah. whether or not it was difficult or easy. Impact. I had a client on this show and it took me eight minutes to find the golden nugget. It was so easy for me. She was so open. I think it was the very first show we did like this, actually. Her name was Allison. And took eight minutes for me to figure it out. And I knew I had to walk her up to the door because I didn't want to throw her through the wall. Uh, but, so I needed another four minutes to, to, to walk her up to the threshold. But it was one of the easiest things I've ever done. But the impact that that made on her. And that felt amazing. And you bet your ass I could celebrate the hell out of that. Mm -hmm. And there's no yeah. cheating when you look at the impact, right? That's like, you can say that, oh, that feels like cheating. How, how is that cheating, right? Recognizing, acknowledging the impact and celebrating how freaking cool that was. Yeah. And of course that's happened, but I haven't, I, I wasn't looking at it through that frame. Mm -hmm. I was looking at it through, well, I mean, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've heard this, you know, work, work smart, not hard. Like life's hard enough. Like the yeah. easier you can make it, the more impact you can have. Mm. I mean, nobody gets into coaching because they don't want to have an impact. I mean, if they do, they're not going to last very long. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, if they're doing it, if they're doing it to stroke their ego or something that, you know, it's just not going to, it's not going to last. No, no. I, I want to have, I want to have significant impact in the legal industry. That is the goal. Yeah. Let's, let's get the word want out of there. I have. I have I, impact on the legal there you industry. Go. Right. Yeah. Here's the problem with wanting to, trying to, going to. None of it is happening. Yeah. That's all future orientation. So somebody says, you know, I'm I'm going to make an impact. No, you're you're already making an impact. Everything is a process. Anything you want to achieve, that is a process. And right now, even having a conversation is part of that process. So you're not wanting to. This conversation is part of the end result of you making an impact. So you're already in the doing. So you are making an impact. But you're going to have to start being okay with this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the, I, I think the the visual... Uh, that you provided of the pendulum, right? Yeah, it was all about it was all about me because I was a trial lawyer and and the 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 opposite side of that isn't ego less. It's I've I've made it into something else, right? Mm -hmm. I've I've made it into something else. So now you have a beautiful opportunity to recalibrate, right? Because we, we sort of need that. If, if, if something is way too far to one side and the pendulum swings way too far to the other, well, that sort of gives us an idea of where the fulcrum is, right? Like, where's the balance point here? It's somewhere in there. What's stopping you from acknowledging and celebrating your impact? Not 
not believing that it's there. I think it's not believing that it's there. So let me put my business hat on for a second and pretend like I'm a potential client for you. Mm -hmm. If you don't believe it, how the fuck am I? Right. That's exactly right. And just like saying that your wife doesn't trust you in the coaching. Well, if you don't trust you in the coaching, why would she? Right. You got to own the projection here. Right. 100%. That's energy, right? Everything is energy. And if you are riding the frequency of, I don't know, guess what? I don't know either. And I'm out of here. Yep. You have got to get into the knowing Mm. of this. And you cannot do it first. You can't do it to prove okay, yes, now I know I have value. You have to know you have value in order to produce it. I'm sure you know this, right? Like I, I've told this story on the podcast before about my very first client who was working at a huge wealth management company. I was broke, homeless, and living out of my piece of shit midsize sedan at the time. And I was telling this guy how I was helping, I could help him with his business. He's making more money by the minute than I was going to make all month. Like I, w- I wasn't even going to eat that day because I was just broke. And all I could think was, dear God, don't let this guy follow me out to my car, right? But that, that was my big fear that he might, he liked me so much that he might walk me out to my car. Mm-hmm. I was not in fear that I wasn't good. And I fucking knew I could do this for this guy. And that's why he hired me. Yeah. So what do you need to do to operate in the frequency, in the vibration, in the truth of the knowing so that you can produce that? Like what's in your coaching toolbox? Yeah, what's in my coaching toolbox? It's all tools, you know, like tools, skills, practices, yeah, right? It's all like there. It's got to be actionable, as you know. Mm-hmm. It's all so there. So what do you got in your toolbox? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's got to be, for me, I think it's got to be, it's got to be something, something to do with tracking, right? I got to track it you know because I, okay. I you know i i i i <laughs> you're gonna push back and i i want you to <laughs> i i want to believe that i believe that i can do this right in my heart in my heart in my heart i do okay in my head how do you get your head yeah the head is the thing okay so how do you get how, your do, head? I, how do i get my head in the game to listen to my heart and to listen to my gut. How do I, how do I do that? That's, that's, that's exactly what I had to do with this guy at at the wealth manager guy. Cause my heart knew it. Yeah. And then I got my brain to agree. Right. Right. It's the, you know, it's the lawyer brain that's getting in the way. It's the lawyer brain. Right. Prove it. it. Proof. (laughs) I need proof. I need evidence. Yeah. And, you know, 70% sure isn't good enough. Okay. So what's the opposite of proof? The op- I think the opposite of proof is faith. Sounds good to me. Yeah, it's faith. What do you have faith in? I've got faith in my relationship with my wife yep i've got faith in 
myself. Do you? To an extent. <laughs> okay. I've got, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I guess that's a great question. What do I have faith? I have faith that the sun is going to rise tomorrow. I don't, I, right? I don't have, I don't have faith that I'll be here to see it. I don't know that. Well, you don't know it, but I think you have faith. I don't know. You know, my dad died when I was 14. Wow. And he was unhealthy, all the stuff. Okay. Uh, but he died when, when he was like, he was 43, right? I'm going to be wow. 60. I've had 17 more years on the planet. And you, I think that's- You beat him, you win. <laughs> well, I mean, I've got to see a lot more than he had the ability to. Um, yeah. That's okay, because he- wasn't all that nice of a guy but anyway um i you know it's the and to kind of circle back to running i want to run because i want to i want to live i want to be able to live for a long time yeah and that's that's part of what i'm doing here and i i guess i i guess i don't have faith in a whole lot okay being a lawyer that doesn't surprise me yeah so you say i want to run so run. Yeah. I mean, look, we, we can overcomplicate this or whatever, you know, but I mean, so. <laughs> Which <yeah>. I do. <laughs> I mean, you actually said that something really brilliant earlier in, in the call was how the one of the great things about being a runner is like you, you can travel and do it. You don't need anything. It's not like you're you're a pianist. It's like, you know, I got to tote a keyboard all over the place or something, you know, like you just a pair of sneakers will pretty much do it, you know. <laughs> yeah. So run, you know, that's that is I mean, nothing. Nothing's going to happen until I do. I mean, that's the thing, right? Right. So I'm look, be I mean, stuck. look. So, so do, I mean, look, there's so many ways we could do this, right? Like go run down to the corner and back and then, you know, do that once, you know, maybe twice a day, just down to the corner and back, that's it, right? You can run a lot farther than that, but round to the corner and back. And then maybe, maybe a week from now you run around the block. Yeah. And then the next week you run two blocks, right? You know, you know how this shit works. It's all about yeah. getting, it's all about getting the reps. It doesn't have to be, it's, you don't have to run a 5k every day. Right. But you got to get the reps. Yeah. And you got to notice what's going on with you as soon as you say okay today i'm going to run and then that thing you know rears its head and says what it says and feels how it feels and there are any number of tools to process through that you know mm -hmm. um or move move it out of your way yeah 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 i i i think i rely i think i rely on complicating things as to protect myself from actually taking the first step right you, mm. i've got my running shoes on right now I've got them. Do I need a new pair? Start. Probably. Who gives a <laughs> shit? Right? Does it really just go and just go? It's move your body. I just I want to I want that experience. I will have that experience again. So so give yourself on. the dignity of the experience. Yeah. Yeah, I love give that. Give yourself the dignity of the experience. Like look, what would you come here for? I don't mean this call. I mean this planet. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. Like not. No, I, I don't know anybody that said I incarnated on this earth to work hard, pay taxes, and die. Nope. 
nope that's certainly not me right <laughs> the whole point of life is to enjoy it it's the whole point so we're here for a good time not a long time go enjoy it yeah right go enjoy it yeah I mean, I, I knew somebody that said that every year they read, they remind themselves to reread the top five regrets of the dying. Yep. Right. Because every year they're the same. They never change. Top they five regrets change. of the dying. Every one of them is the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's terrible. I, that, that is, I, I don't want to die with regret. I think that's the worst thing. Okay. Well, Humans mobilize really well when they are moving towards something and moving away from something, when they're excited about something and terrified about something at the same time. So you can be so excited about the experience and the running and the runner's high and all the things and terrified that you're going to live in regret, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's a pretty good way to mobilize somebody. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So what do you have to do to love yourself enough, respect yourself enough? Uh, to give yourself the dignity experience, what do you need to do to move into faith beyond the lawyer mind? Because honestly, compared to your heart, your brain's a fucking idiot. Okay. Like I'm just going to say it. And I don't mean you particularly, I mean, any of us, right? right? There's actually brain tissue in the heart. Like we, we know this, right? And the heart is way smarter than the brain most of the time. Um, something my teacher says that I really like is that um, she says the the mind is here to serve the experience. The experience is not here to serve the mind. Yeah, I mean, it's not. The experience is to fill your heart. Right. The, point. the experience is all heart. It's like all fist pumping. Yeah, it's like, oh, God. It, you know, when, when we have that moment, we have those fist bumping, high five, ass smacking. Yeah. Oh, nobody says, I think that was good. They say that felt amazing, right? Yeah. 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 So true. So I think there are a lot of opportunities here to number one, recognize this ain't about you. You're playing a bigger game now. Mm -hmm. um, to number two, you celebrating the wins and living the message and all the things that is in service to your business, to your livelihood, to your clients, especially to your clients. Yeah. Right. Because really your, your pedigree is great, but that's not why people hire you. No, it's not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think making that switch, flipping that switch, because mm -hmm. really everything that i do is in service of my clients is in service of others right everything right every freaking thing right yeah so if you are to be aligned and i say in my work it's there's no right or wrong good or bad these are all constructs it's simply aligned or misaligned yeah you know, how do you hold this you know what's the way to hold this in your consciousness that is aligned that you are not sure if you make an impact or yes i know i make a positive impact i make an incredible impact yeah right which is the or something else right but what's the yeah. aligned way to look at it what's the aligned way to look at it yeah yeah what's the what's the what's what's the truth 
right? What's the truth for me? And I think that's, well, I don't think that is what's been going on, right? I haven't, and this is why, this is why coaches get coached. <laughs> right <laughs> this is why right because I, i'm like i've got all the freaking tools what are you doing you idiot right but it, you, that doesn't work that doesn't work and so alignment looking at alignment i've been out of alignment yes um and, and even your legal mind can yes. see aligned yes. or misaligned yes even the legal yes even that that beast who wants Mm -hmm. certainty can see no nah, it's off you're off dude mm -hmm. there's there's something going on here right. and the heart is telling me what it is mm -hmm. and so it's just it's living it's living you know my number one core value is service and so right. it, is, it is living in a way that recognizes that what everything that i do is in service right everything. And if you are going to be in service, whatever you're in service to, I'm not sure I'm not good enough is misaligned. Yeah. Yep. I mean, look, who goes into a Super Bowl saying, you know, I hope I, I hope I'm good enough. Yeah. Nobody. 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 They go in with all kinds of swagger. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you want operating on you? The neurosurgeon that's like, well, I'm pretty good. Or do you want the guy that's like, oh man, I can't wait to get in there. I've got this baby. Yeah. I want that arrogant bastard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I guess that's, that's, that, that's the thing. That's the thing is I, can you be, can you be internally supremely confident mm -hmm. and in alignment and mm -hmm. externally not be an asshole. Yes. I have a tool for that. <laughs> that's, I think that's what I'm struggling with, right? Clearly you have an association here between being confident and being an asshole. And those things, you can be confident without being an asshole and you can be an asshole without being confident. These things are not married to each other, but you have these things married in your head. And I'm going to make this really easy on you. Good. I've, I think I've shared this on the show before. Uh, I am a ninja when it comes to parallel parking. Always have been. I am so good. I'm pretty good at driving anyway. I mean, I, I was actually trained to race cars way back when. And so like when it comes to parallel parking, I'm a ninja. I can put my car in places where people go, I don't know how the fuck you did that. Mm -hmm. And I love that about me. Now I can walk around with all the swagger in the world and be an arrogant ass. And you know, I'm God's greatest gift to parallel parking, but the off and that, and that is totally egoic. It's totally arrogant. The offset for this is gratitude. Mm. I am so grateful that I have this ability. Do you know how much time and energy and effort this saves me being able to parallel park in a town like Los Angeles? I mean, I am so grateful. I have this ab ability. Gratitude is the equalizer. Mm. I am so grateful I'm able to make this impact for these people. I'm so grateful I'm able to put on these running shoes and go out there. Even if it's not as fast as when I was 25 years old, I'm so grateful I can still do this. Yeah. yeah. You can always find stuff no matter what's going on in your world. I yeah. promise you there, is, there are things to be grateful for. Oh, 100%. Yes. I'm, yes. And you know, the, the thing is, 
when I was training for Ironmans and, and doing that stuff. And, you know, the mm-hmm. trainings, you know, it's 20, 25, 30 hours a week sometimes. Mm-hmm. It, training in the Boise winter, Boise, Idaho, winters, right. it's dark, it's cold, it's rainy, it's snowy. My mindset was, I am able to move my body in ways that other people cannot. And I am thankful for that. Right. And I think I've lost, I've lost that thread. Um, I've lost that thread and it's time to reconnect with it. Yeah. My, my prescription for you would be a daily gratitude practice, a gratitude journal or a, a meditative thing or whatever, but something in that way. I mean, I'm sure you've got a million tools for this kind of stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, and celebrate your wins. I would, I would, you know, for you, something like a gratitude journal and, 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 a three wins of the day yeah, that you can be grateful for. Like, and, and they don't have to be big. No. Right. I mean, if you haven't bought flowers for your wife in 10 years and all of a sudden you figure, you know what, I'm going to buy it. And it comes from a real genuine place and you do it. That's a big win. Damn it. What? <laughs> Did I hit on every co- no, every coaching session I have, <laughs> every single one of them, I have my clients start by telling me a win. And, and, <laughs> well, no, hold on, because it's going to get better. Oh, good. This is fun. I get comfy. It's, it's, it's going to get better. And when they qualify it, oh, this is not that big of a deal. It's a small win. Of course it is. A win is a win. Stop getting in your head and minimizing right. it. It's a freaking win. Just accept it. Right. Right. Look, John. here's the thing. In the coaching world, you're gonna draw the clients that are working on what you're working on. Like right. that, that like you, I cannot tell you how many times I've said something to a client and then just gone, oh God, did I need to hear that? Like <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And here's the thing, here's why. I'm, I'm gonna give you the background because I know your uh, your loyal your lawyer mind will appreciate it, but and, and somebody out there went, a win is a win, it's bullshit, right? He's got big wins are better. No, they're not, not through the lens of neurobiology. Right. When we start talking about getting your dopamine hits, when we start talking about how it affects your brain, a win really is a win. And when we talk about making a life change, like if somebody says, I want to lose weight, and they say, Well, I'm gonna start by walking to the corner and back. And they do that four days in a row. That is a massive sized win because it's not about the distance that they walked. It's about the major mobilization of energy to create a behavioral change. That's moving a fucking mountain. And if you did that four days in a row, the fact that you walk to the mailbox and back is totally immaterial. Mm-hmm. That's a behavioral change, which is a massive mobilization of energy and frequency. And if you've done it consistently, holy shit. Huge win. I don't care if you just walk to the garage. Yeah. That's not the point. Yeah. So I think you know everything you need to do here. And I think the clouds have parted quite a bit. Um, I mean, you tell me, though. No, they have. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. You're welcome, good sir. Um, I, I think the opportunity here is to hold yourself to a higher standard. Yeah. You know? Because, again, it is in service to them. Yes. 
I, I mentioned that story earlier about the wealth manager guy, my first client. Do you know how badass I am when it comes to imposter syndrome? I get a client walk through my door with imposter syndrome. I'm going to eat that shit in about half an hour. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, somebody like that may not even become my client because I'm going to do it so goddamn fast. I'm going to talk myself out of a, out of a five-figure engagement in about half an hour. <laughs> and I'm totally cool with this, right? Yeah. So this is only going to make you better, which is going to be in service to them, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have parted. Cool. Time to start playing a bigger game. Time to start playing a bigger game. Atta, bud. I love it. John, thank you so much, man. Fantastic work. Well done. No, Chris, thank you. Thank you. Like, you know, you are, you're amazing. I appreciate you. And my life is going to be different from here on out. And that's not an exaggeration. That is the truth. All right. So I want to hear back from you in about six weeks and let me know what's going on with your attitude journal, whatever, whatever practice you've put into play. uh, I want to hear what did you do and how it's going. All right. 100%. All right, John, thank you so much. Take care. Man, that's fun, right? (laughs) Love that. If you are ready to have a truly transformative experience, get you unstuck and on your way to success, go to statusflow.net, check out any one of our programs, Moonshot, our group coaching program. We've got team engagements. We got one-on-one engagements. Whatever the correct medicine is for what ails you, we have got it, statusflow.net. And of course, you can apply to be on the podcast right here on Mindfuck. My name is Chris M. King. Thanks again for joining us. We will see you next time. Bye.